Hi, you guys. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. You have found me at my little corner of the internet. Today is Thursday, August 20th. This is Off the Bench with Heidi St. John. Today, I've got a quick little shout out devotion for you and a couple of questions from listeners. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So today I'm in the book of Matthew uh, chapter 5, verse 44, the beginning of that. It says, I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. And if ever there was a time for us to be doing that, the time is right now. So like many of you guys, um, my life was altered by the Rona, by COVID-19. I like to call it the Rona. You guys heard me talk about this a little bit yesterday. In fact, I hope you guys don't mind. I'm probably going to keep doing that. It helps my kids not be so afraid. And I don't like living in fear. So the pandemic has had a devastating impact on many things. Uh, Businesses have been closed. Many of them are never going to reopen again. Uh, In my smallest town, I've witnessed the financial loss firsthand. But even worse than the loss of income and stability is the emotional toll that seems to be coming with these lockdowns. And so while we've seen businesses ending uh, we've also seen friendships ending. We've lost, many of us lost, lost faith in pastors and Christian leaders. We're seeing a sifting absolutely uh, taking place right now. Kind of things that are just being unearthed, right? Like I said the other day, there's a sifting happening. And I'm starting to get questions from you guys and uh, letters. And you're, you're telling me that you've been unfriended, that you've been dismissed by your pastors when you bring up uh, questions. It's not wrong to ask questions. Uh, it's wrong to squash discourse. It's wrong to squash conversation. And so I'm going to be encouraging you guys today with this from the gospel of Matthew when, when uh, Jesus said, listen, uh, I'm, I'm talking to you right now. Love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. This is our role as believers. Uh, I've said this many times at the, at the show. I'm going to keep saying it. it. doesn't mean that you're a doormat, right? We're not called to be doormats for Jesus. At the same time, there's a right way and a wrong way for us to engage the culture around us. We want to engage the culture from a position of strength. And that strength comes from the Lord Jesus. And so if you've lost faith in a Christian leader or you have a seen something happening in your church that bothers you, I'm going to encourage you again, go to your pastor and talk with him. Talk with him about what's going on. Share your concerns. You know, uh, Paul and uh, Barnabas, the Bible teaches, had a sharp disagreement. Do you guys remember this This uh, out, of, out of God's word? And the Bible says that they... Uh, that they separated for a time. And that might be part of what needs to happen right now. But as I live and breathe, there is a spirit of division that has really been unleashed in the culture right now. And we're seeing it everywhere, right? So we're seeing it in our churches. We're seeing it in our ministries. We're seeing it in our families. Uh, we have even felt it, uh, you know, trying to uh, stick its talons into our own family. And we have really had to come against it. And that's what I would encourage you guys to do, to remember that we are called, no matter what we're facing, to be wise as a serpent and as gentle as a dove. That doesn't mean that you don't call things out, all right? So there's 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 this kind of funny divide that's happened when we 
when we encounter things that are difficult. And I got a letter from a listener the other day, and she was talking about a Christian that she had been following for some time and had enjoyed her books in the past. And she's very discouraged to see that this Christian author has embraced the social justice movement. This, this, um, basically it's a gospel. I think it's the, I think it's a false gospel. The Bible says that we are to love justice and mercy and walk humbly with the Lord. But you guys, when you remove the gospel from things, you also remove justice because justice is a natural outgrowth of walking in right relationship with the Lord. And so what, what I see happening at least is that we have been substituting the 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 social justice gospel for the actual gospel. And I'm telling you what right now, that is never a good way to do things. And it is going to hurt us in the long run. All right. When we read the gospel, when we apply the gospel to every situation, we will recognize because the Holy Spirit says he'll help us when we are infused with the Holy Spirit then we then we are bound to speak the truth in love. I was in a restaurant in uh, in Oklahoma the other day, and I saw a young man uh, walk by my table, and he had a T-shirt on, and it said, find your truth. I always cringe when I see that because you're never going to find your truth. The Bible says, the Bible teaches us that human beings are desperately wicked, that we've got uh, minds that need to be regenerated, renewed by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that we're not to conform to the patterns of this world, but that we're to be transformed, how? By the renewing of our mind. And we know that unless and until that renewal happens through the power of the Holy Spirit, then we're not going to be able to find any kind of our truth because there just isn't any truth apart from Jesus, right? So he is, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes of the Father, but how? But by me. And that's the truth. So when you see somebody say, I'm going to embrace my truth, you got to understand there is no truth apart from Jesus. And so uh, we're going to come back to that in another episode. But just for today, I'm going to encourage you. I know a lot of you are struggling with relationships right now and feeling unfriended, uh, unfollowed, you know, and it's kind of bewildering. But we're going to take you back to what the Lord Jesus says. He says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And he also said, love your enemies. So you can love somebody without walking in, in relationship with them. You can love somebody without letting them uh, emotionally manipulate you. All right. If someone's persecuting you, what does Jesus say to do? He says to pray for them, to really pray for them. And boy, we're, we're doing that a lot right now because as I've said before, there is a massive uh, shift happening in the church right now. There's a sifting going on and it is painful. And so even in the midst of this painful sifting, even in the midst of feeling unfriended, I know some of you are feeling bewildered right now, but I'm going to encourage you back to a place of trusting the Lord and in even in if there has to be a separation, if there's going to be a Paul and Barnabas moment and you realize, okay, I can't go to this church anymore or this friend, you know, this person and uh, and me, we have such a differing uh, point of view about what's happening around us right now that we need to take a break. Um, we, I, I'm hoping that when this is all over, we will not have completely ruined our communities. All right. There are ways for us to talk to each other. The talking needs to happen. And when that's, when that's not happening, when the talks break down, the Bible says we are to pray. All right. That is our response. Um, I'm going to ask one question really quickly, um, answer one question rather really quickly from a listener. She said, Hey, Heidi, I'm getting ready to homeschool my oldest child for high school. We have homeschooled the entire town, but high school seems a little scarier. I'm wondering if you have any podcasts that address 
homeschooling the high schooler and any advice or comments on homeschooling for high school. First of all, um, get ready because I think homeschooling for high school is one of the very best things you can do with your kids. We love having high schoolers in our home, love homeschooling them. This is the time when you start to get to see fruit in their lives. You start to see their personalities come through, their giftings and callings. It's an awesome opportunity for you to really speak truth and life into the heart of your child. And uh, my friend Diana Waring, a long time ago, when my when my oldest daughter, who is now almost 30, when uh, she was going to high school, my friend Diana said, because I was nervous just like you are, and my friend said, what did you do last year? So I told her. And she said, what would you do if your child was going from fourth to fifth grade? And I said, I don't know. I would just do the next thing. She goes, there you go. Just do the next thing. I think the most important thing you need to remember is that uh, this is the time for you to keep records of what your kids are doing. So you want to keep a record of what they're learning, keep a record of uh, the things that they accomplish. What are they doing for work? Did they get their driver's license? All those things, because those will actually be things that you'll want in their high school record. I have written tons about homeschooling through high school. I actually have workshops that you can purchase on it for sale at HeidiStJohn.com. Also, if you guys have want to, you can go over there and oh my goodness, I probably have oh, 30 uh, homeschool workshops that I've taught around the country, uh, particularly uh, almost every subject you can possibly think of relating to homeschooling. And so you can check that out by going to my website and clicking on the store link and just looking for those CDs and MP3s. And uh, those downloads are very inexpensive and I think you'll be encouraged by them. Also, uh, we've done quite a bit at the podcast, so I will try to link back to some of those in the show notes today. But homeschooling through high school, you guys, one of the best things you'll ever do with your kids. I promise you, don't let it scare you. Come before the Lord and uh, get involved in your local homeschool community. Get involved and with other families that are homeschooling their kids through high school, and you will see that um, it's absolutely doable, and you are going to be so, so glad that you did it. So homeschooling through high school, I'm a huge fan you can do it. I hope this was an encouragement to you. And uh, we love encouraging you guys. I want to encourage you. We're getting ready to study the book of First Peter over at MomStrong International. And then we're going to transition to studying Revelation for the bulk of the fall months. I'm very excited to be doing this for you. Uh, join me over at MomStrong International and you can sign up for the Bible study there. If you do that, it also comes with a scripture writing challenge that has copy work for your children. You guys, there is nothing more powerful than the word of God. The Bible says that through a, through the word of God and understanding the word of God, we are able to cut through all the lies and the deception around us so that we can see clearly the truth. There is not your truth and my truth. There is only one truth and it's available to you through Jesus. I appreciate you guys listening and supporting this ministry as usual. I love it when you leave reviews for the show over at iTunes. I keep forgetting to tell you, but we really appreciate that and also your financial support of this ministry. You can support us uh, at the Heidi St. John podcast by uh, clicking on the link in the show notes today and also by supporting the nonprofit Firmly Planted Family. And you guys can send checks or money orders to us at 11100 Northeast 34th Circle, Vancouver, Washington, 98682. Have a great day, everybody. We love you guys, and I'll see you back here on Friday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.